0: Here, recording podcast episode 190. Believe it or not, special guest tonight, Zeno Jones.
1: Well, you know, I'm just some desperate man, babe I lost my worst soul Well, you know, I'm just chasing that sun out west The old run run out of coal Well, I've seen other people, mom when for my train to ride mm-hmm. When I'm just sitting on the big phone Mama, When for my train to ride mm-hmm. Well, this track's been rustin' over about 40 years I ain't never gonna catch my ride Well, you know, I went to the doctor and some my good gal in there Some my good guys in there Well, you know she's some one-eyed woman, babe You know she ain't going nowhere Well, my bed held a mama well By a top at a walking cane When you know my bed and a mama well, by the top and a walking cane. Well, you know I've been rolling out of bed for seven long years, baby. I still feel the same. Well, I got my ticket in hand. The moon sit on top of my head We well, you know I got my ticket in hand, baby The moon on top of my head It's been midnight train baby Well it's rolling me right into my bed
0: what's up brother hey guys how's it going going good man how you doing
2: it's good to be back good good to, look, be good back. to
0: have you <laughs> I'm gonna pull this up here one more time go ahead Spencer you got to get a shot of that my man kick-ass new record that was dropped off at my house the other day thanks dropped yeah record in this room so. yes yes hey man uh, it, we even got a shout out on here which is thank i think that's a first for me
2: so thank you
3: <laughs> yeah say so it looks great the cd looks great too where did you get this stuff made
2: I made an atomic disc. Did you? I um, did I did yeah. the same
3: for my CDs. Yeah, I was wondering because it seemed like a similar package. Yeah, they
2: did a good job with my stuff, too. So, so It, yeah, it just, came, qu- came way faster came than I thought. way
3: faster than I thought, too. I was like, yeah. what the hell is this box? I, I have it.
2: my release set. Story I had preset my life, gentlemen. for November 17th. <laughs> I've had those things since the first week in August. That's wild. And it, it, came, it came way faster than I ever could have anticipated. It's wild.
0: So, um is that like a, a, a internet site you can find and just order through yeah, or? yeah Atomic Disc Atomic Disc yeah. Yeah, yeah
3: they did like I got a different package uh, but yeah I mean they did a great job I was very happy with the way Mike came out this looks fantastic I love too you got like all the credits at the bottom there like you did you went above and beyond to type all that stuff yeah. in that little <laughs> that thing I did not no do doubt. that so it looks good yeah it looks really good did you do the album art or did you yeah, have someone who, yeah looks, I did yeah, that. that looks really cool mm-hmm. too man
0: Hey man, just uh, kind of. Also, you never come empty-handed. Brad's missing out tonight, man. He's an old forester lover, so uh was single barrel,
2: man. Barrel strength. This is good stuff. It's re- yeah, yeah. It's very good stuff. And and my our um, we're on a two drink maximum tonight. Or we're yeah. sleeping in Brad's house when he's <laughs> when he's. Well,
0: And Spencer gave me his because he couldn't handle his one, so.
4: (laughs) It's a little too much for me. I I just can't. It's all right, I'm just now getting into bourbon, you know. It's a very acquired taste. Here's what
0: you should drink. You should drink Basil Hayden. Basil Hayden? Basil Hayden. It's 80 proof and it's awesome. All right. It is good stuff. It's a good starter. Okay. You learned something today. All right. Basil Hayden bourbon, that's your go-to for a little bit.
3: Gotcha. Let's get some KG. Gateway bourbon right
0: there. Yeah. So speaking of, uh, you know, I've got this little uh, barrel strength in my in my hand. I've got a f- good friend. Um, actually, I'm, I won't say his name <laughs> just in case. <laughs> but he works at the distillery where, uh, you know, Basil Hayden comes through, and he, they had some barrel, you know, they had to pull the plug and pull some. And and I think I, they either emptied the barrel and there was a little left or something. But we ended up with some at the lake, and it was Basil Hayden. It was like 123 or 127, and, uh, I, you know, working my job, I always get down late, and then I get to hear the stories about what happened on Saturday, and my dad was like, hey, this stuff, watch out, because <laughs> he likes Basil Hayden, and he's not one to—I never really see him drunk. But I think that one might have got him a couple times, man, because it tastes way too good. Yeah, Basil
2: Hayden Barrel string. Bump. Nothing tastes better than a bourbon that you know fell off the truck. Yeah, you know I mean? like <laughs> it, it fact, came, it, it got to you in a, in a in a roundabout way. Yeah, those those are the best yeah, bourbons. I had a, I had some Russell Ten Year for. I had a friend who got me a case. I paid forty dollars for it. I said, "Okay, I don't. Kidding? I'm not asking questions. Just case, give it to me." Yeah. Russell Ten Yeah, this was like this was like six years ago. Oh. I didn't buy. I didn't have to buy bourbon for a real long time. Oh my god, it was. And Russell Ten is awesome. It's oh, great, yeah. dude. So
0: you know, I had these videos and I figured something out. My head looks way bigger than Earl's because I'm all the way up in this thing. And I, all I'm
3: right. leaning back against the wall. I'm like that's
0: no fair, <laughs> man. Come on, with my big head. Well, Zeno, man, uh, what have you been up to lately? Other than getting this record out, um, I know you just went through another kind of round of the Blues uh, competition down in Memphis as well, right? Yeah,
2: that was back in uh, January. Was that that long ago? It was, yeah. Oh, my gosh.
0: Time flies. Tell us about that one. I think the last time we had you in, you had just won the previous uh, round that sent you into... Yeah. Uh, so
1: I,
2: so I won the Kentucky Anna and then went down yeah. and then the same thing happened last year. I made the exact same day I made it to the semifinals again. No kidding. Which, yeah. I mean, it's, there's a lot of, I met some really cool, um, guys down there. There were some guys from the central Con- uh, Kentucky that, uh, I've been in touch with and I helped kind of produce one of their, like their EP that they put out. And uh so it's the connections you really make. Cause at the end of the day, it's judging music. I mean yeah, how do you dude.
0: how do you Come do on. that? How do you do that? Yeah, that that was that's interesting. I, you know, when we talked about it last time, we were kind of just talking about the the aspect of what it was like to go down and kind of compete. But you know, you kinda touch on an interesting subject. You have this society of like-minded musicians that play the same type of style of music how how cool was it to kind of go down there and connect with a bunch of different... Did you get a chance to go see sh- other stuff when you weren't playing and, and yeah. that type of... So. Yeah. So, I mean, so it's Beale
2: Street, which is really That's like... crazy. It's like two blocks, really, yeah. Beale Street is, of of just club after club, and then in between there's like souvenir shop and like <laughs> barbecue places. But you just, you just hop from place to place. You, you get this little badge when you go down, and you just hop in, you see a band, or you see a solo group, um, you know, in the... One of the days I was there, I think I was like right in smack dab in the middle. So I just stayed in my place the whole time. And nine people played over the mat over the course of like four hours. That's crazy. And got to see showcase. I mean, there were there's group from France. Uh, the group from the Netherlands was amazing. Um, uh, there's Japanese groups there and everything. And then also like just from states all around. I think the guy from Oregon I met. Was he, he had a great style too? I really liked it. So, so when you hear, it, I was just sitting there stealing stuff left and right. I'm was, gonna remember that. I'm gonna remember that, man. It's a flattery,
0: <laughs> right? So, when you um, when you hear something from like the Netherlands or Japan or something, it is what is the difference in sound? Is it tonal? Is it is it um, style wise? it or is it pretty kind of blues based?
2: Well, I play a very my style is very roots based. Yes. I mean, I'm very pre-war. And then I electri- electrify it and put a lot of blasphemy into that type of pre war type <laughs> stuff. Because people who usually listen to that are very uh um particular. very strict in particular. Okay. They're like, This is, you know, this is kind of you don't touch this, you don't mess with it. And I like to. But purist, most people are doing is what it meant, like, purist. purist? Yeah. And uh most people are playing kind of a Chicago style, uh kind of what you would expect if you went like into Stevie rays down. Uh, downtown in louisville um that's typically kind of the style though some though when it comes from the other countries is when they there's just this new element that kind of gets brought into it which is very very cool um i remember the french guys were particularly experimental with what they were doing and they actually got rewarded for it they moved on the same distance as me they might have made to the finals they were just so it was so interesting and unique and it's so weird with blues and particularly old blues I was sitting there listening like this is a blues and then like halfway through it I'm like but it kind of rocks like it's awesome <laughs> and uh and you know over time you just kind of appreciate all these different influences coming from all over the world to come play in Memphis where um a lot of the the really old styles kind of all converged on the major city in the area um as it kind of migrated north as Memphis which is mm-hmm. really cool so and then you can
0: answer this too, you know, cause I'm sure you've played some places where you've kind of taken a second to, to realize what you were doing. But did you do that when you were on bill street? You know, you, you think of the, the musical history in those two blocks and the, the roots of so many amazing musicians and people that have come through. And back when it was in the, uh, uh, on that circuit from, from Louisiana, all the way up to Chicago. And, um you know to be a a black musician you had to find the right places and the right stops all the way up to that place to play and you know really became part of of um the culture of blues music do you stop
2: and just like remind yourself where you are last year i absolutely did not i was a nervous wreck it was like the third show i've had so it was down there like i i wasn't expecting to go down there so it was yeah. very very nerve-wracking last year this year i definitely tried to stop and do that and tried to make sure i kind of got around and you know they have like a little hall of fame uh hollywood walk of fame type thing and on on the sidewalks in memphis everything you'd walk by you know like bb king's letter uh or star and uh as all sorts. Though Justin Timberlake has one too, because he's from Memphis. That one yep. took me by surprise to be hey, on Feel Street. JT's the man, dude. I don't <laughs> yeah. care what anybody says. You can snicker over there, man. JT. Yeah, I mean, he dude. Yeah,
3: he's <laughs> he's amazing. <laughs> he's probably the most
2: famous person I'll ever just, come I out of Memphis. Yeah. He's from Memphis too. That's <laughs> yeah. so funny. Yeah.
0: yeah, 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 man. I could just imagine. How about you? Like, oh
3: yeah, when I'm playing Magbar and I'm like, man, think of all the. Cars fucking, that have hit this yeah, place. Yeah, it ran right through the <laughs> fucking building. <laughs> all the bumpers that are critical to the foundation <laughs> all the people of people who have pissed are. all over the bathroom floor <laughs> in this fine establishment.
0: Oh, Lord, yes. I can imagine. Dude, so, uh, you know, we tried, we we're trying this new format, and um, I find it cool, especially for people that have come back. Uh, like, we had Dusty on the last episode, and then you coming back to hear evolution in, in the songwriting. And even you said some of those were older songs. Yeah. Um, and then some were new. The last couple I think were new was the last one new as well.
2: Oh, three of them, three of them were pretty old. And then the the third one.
0: Okay. It's just, it's, it's crazy to hear the evolution, um, the style switch up, you know, there's, uh, the progression in, in your playing. I mean, honestly, it's just the cleaning, uh, cleaning up of, of, stuff over time, you know, just seeing an evolution of a player and a a musician and a writer is always interesting. And even the third song, it's, um, the, it's, it's not like you have to lean in. It's not the one where it's in your, you know, in your face, um, coming at you, which you had songs in the previous where it was also lean in, but these seem so, you know, more, um, Specific for your playing, I mean, it, it really show highlights what you're doing and what you're playing, um and then vocally and and lyrically, just man, I I've really really dug the the stuff we heard tonight too, and just the fact that it was so at odds with something just different, you know. Thank you, man. It was cool. It was killer I, for me.
2: I uh, have a lot of I have a lot of a I have a pretty big challenge I think because I go out and I play this. You know, lately I've been doing like I have a show a week. And uh, I'm playing original, pre-war based blues music mm-hmm. with a suitcase drum and a hi- <laughs> and a hi hat, and so like I don't have very many very much variation on the beat, um. So it's really and and also I'm playing my own bass line a lot of the time, so I yeah, have to have open definitely. positions all the time for my thumb. So I have very limited keys in what I can do. So I'm trying to expand that out as time goes on, but the the rhythm and the feel and everything that's really the variation that I've kind of got and over time I've really tried to hone in on that and spread out things so it's less monotonous because I really like playing the ones that are a little bit fast mm-hmm. I got both feet going and it's boom ch boom ch boom uh, but that gets very old very fast especially if you're trying to enjoy a drink which you know most places I'm at it's a bar that somebody's just trying to you know they'll catch the music while they're out there but they're also talking and hanging out and stuff. more about creating a vibe yeah you know
3: i said it's definitely always my fear too is like feeling very monotonous and you're i mean i only heard a couple songs tonight but it was not it did not feel monotonous at all i loved it man you're a great writer great great picking you have a killer tone on that guitar like i love the way you write i love to write something with you you write (laughs) you write great songs it's definitely like my speed too so great great stuff it's it's always cool It's my favorite thing to on mondays Come in here you, get to, it never and get to meet new people and, <laughs> and hear new music man because it's really really good stuff and it it's definitely i like it's definitely my fear too is like feeling boring no one wants to be boring or yeah. like you're doing the same thing and i play like a lot of t- my, most of my songs are in like 12 bar and you don't want to be like mm-hmm. is this the same as before but it did not like i know you just did a few songs but it did not feel boring it did not feel the same it was a lot of fun i can't wait to listen to the album i checked out your spotify stuff earlier today but i'm excited to to listen to more because like it, you're great man you have a do you and i i don't know how long your normal how long is your normal set like when you play out don't know. So you got like, like a three like, hour yeah 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 yeah
1: that, that yeah <laughs> so of originals
2: it's, it's i like going some other stuff it's like 60 percent originals yeah um and then like half of the rest is like is obscure stuff that nobody knows um not i mean that's just because to be honest i kind of want to play things that people know but i'm to fit into my style and to fit into how i play it I've kind of just... I've fallen back to... I have to be very, very familiar with it to mm-hmm. kind of change it up uh, to that point. And it's just kind of what I listen to. It's not that I'm just like, oh, I play stuff that no one's ever heard before. I mean, I had a guy ask me to play a Tom Petty song the, you know, last weekend. And I was like, dude, I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't know. Another guy yelling at me to play Steely Dan, I kept saying, it's up next. Just <laughs> just, just keep waiting around. It's Freebird, <laughs> then Steely Dan. Yeah, it's coming. Just don't <laughs> Just hang around. But I mean... But the guy, but the guy genuinely wanted to hear a Tom Petty song. I'm like, dude, I don't know, I don't yeah. know any Tom Petty songs. Yeah, I'm sorry. people don't
3: always get that. Like, if sometimes if it's like outside of your wheelhouse, yeah. like it's just like you don't want to play something you think is gonna be shitty. Like, yeah. if you're just like, I, I play what I play, and people ask me to do covers sometime, I'm like, I, I don't really do a lot of covers. Like, I do a few that I feel like I can do. Otherwise, I, I would rather not. <laughs> try. I, I,
2: I don't really consider myself much of a musician. I'm a guitar player, and I have songs. But, like, there, you, you go down, I mean, Beale Street, for example, the, the, the house bands at those bars, you go up and say, any song that's ever existed, they're like, oh, yeah, we'll play that. And they have an original spin on it. It sounds amazing. They, 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 every, everyone is in sync. There's, like, six-piece bands that are just perfectly in sync. They're like, okay, I'll do this. And you can tell one of them is like, I've never played this song, but they figure it out. Oh, yeah. Uh, and that's, that's a completely different thing. Nashville, I'm sure, is the same, yeah. same way, too. So it's been a while since I've been down in Nashville,
0: yeah, but, that's all. That's all changed quite uh, a lot since the invention uh, of the iPad, man. The invention of yeah, iPad changed then everybody. The game. Just it's like, sure, we that? can do that one. What's, the, what's <laughs> the lyrics? All right, so Nashville. It's one three five. You know, one four five. One four five. You know, two. Okay, got it.
3: Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, it's, I, I it's cool it. to see. No, yeah, right? it's, yeah, it's, it's cool to see. Like, down in New Orleans, you can do that, too. we you're like, hey, mm-hmm. play this. And they're oh, like, yeah. sure. Yeah, and it's, it's well, very well, I neat. I
0: think what you end up finding out, and you guys have played enough gigs, all of us, Spencer included, have played enough gigs that there's a... There's 90% of the songs are the same 15 songs, <laughs> and then there's the, the other 10% that you're like, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like Steely Dan. Really? All
1: right, yeah, well, some, no. Some,
2: Someone in... Cool. <laughs> yeah, and there's like... Memorizing and learning that variety and stuff like that. I mean, at the real pros, these guys in Memphis, they did not have iPads. Yeah. They, they just knew it. Um, but I mean, somebody asked me once, how you, because I play for three hours and a lot of my songs are pretty short. So I have a lot of songs. And uh, they say, how do you re- remember all those songs? And I said, between you, me, and the wall, <laughs> they're all kind of the same. <laughs> yeah. And like guitar players, especially good ones, they will come up and be like, ah, "I saw what you were doing." And yeah. it's Basically, it's almost—it's pretty formulaic. Now I try and hide that as much as possible. Yeah. But a guitar player knows what they're doing; they immediately see it. And uh, if I can kind of tell that that's what's happening, I get pretty nervous. I'm like, "Oh man, I gotta really mix it up, <laughs> dude." <laughs>
3: yeah, I feel. Yeah, it's yeah, because like I said, all mine are like most of my songs are 12-bar blues, so it's the same way. It's nice when I have guitar players come to sit in because I'm like. Don't worry, man. They're all play the all same, yeah, yeah, yeah. same songs. But yeah, there's sometimes when you see like an obvious musician out there, and you're just like, yeah, it's the same. It's the it's key of E again. I'm yeah, sorry, he sees it right <laughs> yeah. away.
0: Yeah, yeah dude. I, uh, I you laughed over there when you said your songs are short, and you got to play a lot because I, I thought about uh, Tyler Lance Walker. I did Gale. too, dude. Yeah. I knew that's why you laughed because because you know he plays this set. Of, uh, Roger, Roger Miller, Roger Miller he does a songs. full
3: Roger Miller set and all those songs Dude, are like two minutes. Well you really you, yeah. did,
0: were you at the top hill when he played? No. Okay, he did a top hill uh sessions at, at um the BA Colonial. Yeah. Okay, Colonial yeah. Gardens. And he's like, you know, when I asked him to do it, or us, I don't remember how we asked him, he's like, Yeah, but I'm not gonna do my originals. That's silly. Nobody wants, you know, he just thinks like, doing originals, people, it's, it's, I don't, I, the way that I took it, was like, nobody wants to hear that, I don't, I'm not gonna do my song, that's silly. When I mean, his songs are awesome, everybody, I love his stuff. Yeah. Um. He, he played uh, Yard Sailing on this, this show, I've said it a million times, I swear I listened to that thing 500 times. Yeah. Uh,
3: he, he's a just great. because it's
0: catchy as hell. He but loves that, those short songs. He came and did an hour-long Roger Miller set, dude, and had everybody on the, edge of their seat and he sang like 40 songs yeah. in an 40 hour. 40 so, so, yeah.
3: so many words in those songs. It's like so wordy. It's crazy. And he yeah. knows them all. He knows them all. He
0: knows all this. I mean, dude, but that's, that's uh, that would intimidate the shit out of me to think I'd have to know that many words. Uh, yeah. Anybody's oh, words.
3: Yeah, I know. That's why, like, I... Uh, people ask me why I don't do covers, I'm always like, because I can't fucking sing, and if someone wants to hear, like, the original, they should go hear it. It's like, really hard for
2: someone to know you're messing up your own song. I know, song. yeah, it's just like, like, no, 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 that's, that's like, what it was supposed how, to sound like. I wrote it that way yeah, yeah, for yeah, whatever yeah.
3: reason. I, I like that bad note in the it was middle. A, it was a yeah. key
2: chain for two syllables, and then the <laughs> and key right changes back. back to the original?
3: Yeah, it's very advanced, you wouldn't understand. I wrote understand. that voice it. I like it, I think it's <laughs> something not enough people do. It's in
0: a lot of my songs that voice <laughs> crack, just listen, yeah. listen closer. Dude, so, you know, I think that my wife, um, when I was playing a ton back in the day, uh, she would always she would freak me out because if I played a slow song, I was like, "You can't play slow songs," because I would play it bars mostly and places like that. Especially if I was trying to pay bills and not doing uh, original shows. And, and I think that that playing those places does get you in the thought process that when you do play an original show, you can't do the slower stuff that people lean into. You just have to you just have to do it. You have to trust it's, yourself yeah. and the song. It's tough. And, you know, because I think of like uh Lee Glory Days and uh Scott Smith and, you know, sitting around that songwriter group at the monarch the first time and hearing hearing the stuff that they're doing it's slow and you lean in yeah. because it it's that feeling it, it elicits, you know. Um and They have the ability to do that on any stage, and, and, and people do have that ability to do that. But having the courage to go, No, this is this is the song,
1: yeah, I'm it's, not
0: speeding
3: it up. It's to, hard to do, I mean, and it's hard, hard to, do to do it. for me. It's like knowing the place, too. There's sometimes yeah. depending on the crowd, like I have some slow songs that I'll break out on occasion. But if the crowd is shitty and they're not going to be listening, I'd rather just play the, the bangers. Well, that yeah. well, the
2: energy's got to be there, yeah, right? I mean, also if if like the energy is very positive and actually it's kind of they're not really paying much attention to you a slow song kind of breaks it up and the crowd still is kind of doing their thing and it feels good and then if they're really listening which you know I mean for everyone that's gigging around town and doing you know show at a bar every weekend if you can have one off where people are actually listening that's your favorite show yeah. <laughs> i'd do it i'd do it for free every time if yeah. i could if if i could get a regular gig like that but it depends that the energy can be really high and they can kind of just be background music and you feel like you're doing your job or they're listening in really but if it's kind of somewhere in the middle and they're kind of looking at you to set the mood and everything and you go into this slow song that they've never heard before mm. uh it it kind of kills the room yeah. yeah and and I'll skip if if it feels wrong something i've i've you know i've been playing out now like a year and a half now In the last few months, I've been like, it feels wrong right now. I'm not doing that song. Mm -hmm. I'll come back to it after I kind of pick up, get everybody talking a little bit more, kind of of get the vibes. I do that that a lot. yeah, Dude, so uh, I'm the master.
0: I would get people so frustrated because I, like Spencer many times, hey, Spencer, put a set list together, man. I really... I, don't, I, I hate oh I hate God. doing it. I hate putting set lists together. Jesus. <laughs> put a set list together. All right, all right. And he'd print it out and bring it to the thing. and
4: Made it look all nice yeah, and everything. Yeah, I have
0: copies for everybody. And I, we'd go and we'd start and we'd get one song in. I'd be like, all right, we're skipping the next <laughs> song. We're going to the fourth song. Okay, we're going to do it. Because that's what you got to go... Where are we at? You
3: get a little nervous sometimes when you look out there and you go, Okay, that one didn't land maybe quite how I thought. Or, like yeah. what do I do next? Or
0: it did, and if we play this next song, yeah, it's not gonna d- keep it going and we've gotta figure out how to
3: I have like for my set list, I have it taped on top of my guitar and it's pretty set. Like my set is yeah. my long set is about an, is that what's an up hour. There? Yeah, it is. It's taped on my guitar and I have it set up where I can skip songs if I need to, or if we're doing a shorter set, I know the ones I want to skip, and I'm just like, "This is the set." And then if the crowd is shitty, I skip the. So is that personal all your songs on there? Not all of them. Just, just my, the ones you actually yeah, play. Just out. the ones I play out for the most part. No,
2: like setting. So I have two. I have two set lists that I do, and I will. I try to play. I try to switch them every time I'm at a venue because I have a few regular gigs. So I'm just like, okay, I don't want to. do... I'm playing the same songs, but at least in different order, sure. kind of mixes it up, but. I have these intros that I kind of do, especially if you start a show at like seven. Oh, people yeah. are barely in there, um, especially if it's a place that only sell doesn't sell any food; it's just drinks. Seven's pretty early, mm-hmm. so you're kind of building up and everything like that. You're just kind of, I'm just kind of here. Then all of a sudden, enough people come in where you can kind of take it up a notch, which is which uh, is great when that happens. Yeah, but
0: dude, yeah. So set lists. You know, I, I'm. That's I'm, Earl and I. Earl uh, is going to let me tag along and play a show coming up in December, and uh, which, by the way, man, Spencer over there, congratulations on the new gig, buddy. Well, thank you. Hey, thank uh, you. Thank you. Be very tagging much. along for that when I'll yeah, be you. watching you. Oh yeah. Congratulations, Earl. You got yourself a
4: <laughs>
3: a new guitar player.
2: So. Real. Just don't let him make the set list, apparently. Oh, no, he uh, won't be he, near the set no, list. He can, but uh, just don't follow it. <laughs>
3: That's I'll, yeah, I'll make him make one every time, no. and then I'll wad it right in the garbage. <laughs> Actually,
0: no, It makes good ones. It's always my
3: fault. I mean, you know, I try. I, it, yeah, it, I feel it. Like I, It took me forever to make the one I have, and then even then, sometimes I'm like, all right, here comes a slow one. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to. All right, like, so,
0: I, you know, uh, I'm kind of at that point of figuring out what I even know of mine or, or have or anything like that. So it's interesting. We talk, just talking about set lists and not doing stuff you used to do all the time. And, and, you know, kind of like tonight for you doing stuff that you haven't done in here before. And, you know, figuring out that path and wondering it's, it's wild to, when you really think about um, setting up a show. Cause that, that is a big part of, of not, not just setting up a show, but actually the performance of the show. Um, how do you get people out? How do you draw people in? How do you get people to stay engaged? You know it is such a hard road that we you know you've been in here I've said you know fifty seven times in the last sentence but um we've you've had we've had plenty of people in here that you see and sometimes for the first time sometimes you're familiar with and you listen and you got it's so good and then you go to a show or or they have a show and and there's pictures online and there's just the attendance is low and you're like, how in the world is it's, it possible? Yeah. yeah. That there's this much good music, there's this many places that are you know, Louisville's got some great live music spots. Um and and, and how do you get people
2: engaged to come out? I wish I knew. I've heard you all talk about this because I listen to the podcast every yeah. week and like Thank um you. <laughs> and I think maybe we are a little bit oversaturated, at least for mm. You know we've got because there's a lot of good talent here, and yeah. I'm mostly in like the blues side of it, and I I'm bleeding over a little bit more. Um, Ryan does quiet confidence. I met yeah. him, great, and dude. Um, and um, I've talked with him and everything, and his he does stuff that's completely different. But like the yeah. the amount of talent in the in the city is too much for the patronage i've mm. said
3: that on here before that i feel like i think it's like a it's a good and a bad thing like there's so many yeah. like legit fantastic acts in this city like i i'm in the country world and in that world there are so many it's crazy and then you get out and watch other shows and there's all these bands and you go out and you watch them and you go holy fuck these guys fucking rock and then you look around and you go wow these three other people agree that this <laughs> this band rocks. Yeah, yeah, these- it's <laughs> tough yeah, that I mean, one every, table there is really digging Yeah, because every day, I mean, there's a show. There's a good show somewhere in the city. Like it really is. I think it's great that we have a lot of good acts. And I know that's kind of the main thing people complain about if you are an artist is that it's hard to get people to come out. And it's just, there's a lot of shows. Like, there's so many times where I, like, have felt like I booked a good show. And I'm like, fucking yeah. And then I go look and I go, oh, man. Oh, six there's three other. Days. Yeah, it's like, oh, everybody who's going to want to come is going to be going to this other show. And it's just, like, the way it, it is. It's really hard to, I, I like that we have a lot of good acts. I think it's, yeah. it's it's yes. cool. It'd be nice to have more people
0: come out. And it's, you know, you want more people to come out, but you don't want it to have to rely on your artist friends to be the no,
3: people No, you come don't out. want to have to. Yeah, you know. I know. You, you don't know. want that
2: same $5 bill going from tip
3: jar to tip yep. jar to tip jar. Yeah. Oh, musician. I've done it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I have, like, it, in here, my, I have it in my wallet right now.
2: <laughs> it's going to, it's <laughs> going next going show. to the next going to the next show I'm going to. You um, know, and just and going hopefully there. it'll make
3: it back to, to me at some point. Yeah, it always comes around. It always does.
0: It's weird, man. It's weird. This whole it's, music yeah,
3: thing. it is. It's tough. I mean, I'm glad we live here. I think it's cool that we have a lot of good acts. And I mean, there's some that really have figured it out. And I think it's tough. That's Every time I'm on the podcast, I say that's The hardest thing about music is you have to do every aspect of it, from writing to mm. recording. You have to figure out. You have to book. You, most people are booking their own shows. You're writing your own set lists. You're doing everything. I mean, yeah. it, it's yeah. really tough. No one's going to be perfect at everything. The more things you're good at, the better you will do. And there's some things that are more important than others. Yeah. I mean... I mean, you don't even have to have the most talent if you're better at talking that's, with that's, people. Like, as long as you have some talent, if you if you have a lot of talent but can't talk to anybody, that's not going to be real helpful either. It's, yeah. it's really tough. It's like, it's a balance and it's trying the, to... There are
2: some things it. that I am like a 9 or a 10 for at least what I'm trying to do, mm-hmm. at least my own self-grading or for, for what I'm trying to achieve. But there's some things I'll admit like, I'm a one or a two yeah. out of ten. Yeah, and I just and I just don't do it. Like uh, the good I part is a,
0: knowing what you're a one and a two at. And I, well, that. I had a fest.
2: I had, I did a festival in southern Indi- for Southern Indiana Blues, and they asked you to do a promo video for social media. So, like, take a video, say, "Hey, I'm gonna be Sun Judge." I physically could not get myself to do it (laughs) i sat there for a bit like trying to do i did like one or two i'm like that's the worst thing that's ever been put (laughs) ever been put to video i'm delete that i'll try again and after a while i'm just like you know what i don't have to do this like (laughs) like i mean what are they going to tell me not to come and i because i couldn't i could not bring myself to do it and there's uh, other bands who are more successful than i am that have more get more traction whenever they go, they do that type of stuff. Yeah. It's videos, just- like, videos.
3: that is something I'm, I'm also really bad at is like, whether it's like TikTok or just Instagram, like, it's it seems so easy to just go, what's up guys, I'm here at Top Hill today, chilling, yeah. like, I hate it. And if I have to I listen to it. myself say that, I will throw my phone on the ground. I think like the, it is horrifying
0: the key is to do just that. don't listen back. You can't. Just oh, do it I, once and let it go. I hate listening you know?
3: to when I record stuff at the studio. I hate hearing my own voice. I hate like it, it's dude, hard to do. I just it's
0: that's it, why I ref- it's awkward. That's why I have very little out there these yeah. days, dude. The last time so I had a we had a a recording session fall through and I so I was like, All right, screw it, dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit in here and I'm gonna do this song. And I did it like six times, and I got through it most of it, and I would just, yeah. And then I stopped and I went, alright I'm done I yeah. just turned everything off and left. I said that's it I, it's just not worth it I don't want to I don't want to hear this I don't want to listen to
2: myself isn't it so funny that we want to play music we want people to hear it but then it's I, like what do you think about it? it's like well don't ask it's me it's like I hate no, it no. yeah it's like I'm terrible and worst. I would not suggest anyone listen to it but also come out next week yeah it's guys. like please
3: come out please come out I'm terrible God, I hate everything point. I do it's like I when I'm I don't know if you ever with point. your uh, stuff if you ever like submit to playlists and things but I do yeah, in sure. the review that you get are always like awful. It's We're out of it's terrible.
0: Did it just happen? All right, dude. Big snafu, technical difficulty we just had. I think you all probably been watching a logo. If you're watching this on uh, <laughs> on YouTube, there ain't no telling what you've been watching for the last 15 minutes or so. But it happens. That's I put that on me. I should have erased some of that prior to. I thought I did the other day, but you know it happens. So I wonder if we can just record to that for now on. Yeah. We're going to do that next time. All right. Then we won't have any issues. All right. So who knows where we were? Who I have cares? no idea. The good news is it's time for Weston's questions. Yeah. <laughs> so Earl, my man. All right. I know you. Since you listen to the podcast, you you should know these, man. You should be ready. Yeah, I know.
3: Yeah. Well, good. They're they they they've changed. They're all much tougher now. <laughs> no, they're the same. Uh, the first one is just tell us a non music thing about you that you want people to know. It can be anything you want.
2: So this is the one. This is the one I don't. Yeah, no one really want to do this one.
3: Oh, I love it. Uh.
2: I guess uh, my wife and I really like movies. Like we, before okay. we, just had a baby. Before that, we, would you thank you. How old's the baby, baby? Seven months. Seven oh, yeah. months. That's our baby. But we, but we <laughs> would go to the movies once or twice a month. Okay. But we love going to the movies. And I mean, we would see all the Oscars that come out. Okay. But we also will never miss a Fast and Furious in theaters. Because <laughs> they're the funniest, best movies probably ever made by humans. Uh, but... <laughs> But yeah, but we always, like I said, we, so we see all types, all kinds of movies. Um, and then when stuff comes out, something's out at home where I can see um, more rare things at home or something like that. When she's gone, I'll I'll put on stuff like that. All so right, uh, follow-up. And I'm not a buff. I do not know anything about I just like them. All like, right. I couldn't tell you anything about them. Follow-up question.
0: What's the latest movie you've seen? Either uh, at home or at the movies? At home. Just, at home we, first.
2: At home? At home. We just watch all the Borns because my wife had never seen them. What? and it's uh, great uh series. she told me that I'm just like oh okay so we we're, we're absolutely <laughs> watching it um and then theater I just saw the creator how oh, was that it was it was pretty good i mean like the it it stumbled a couple of places but like visually it's amazing it's a pretty cool original st- story um there it i really liked i actually saw it twice um so uh but we yeah we just love going and getting a big old Diet Coke and watching it in the theater trying not to go to the bathroom before the end ends <laughs> and failing every time, but that's why I had to go twice. I just part of
0: it. Dude, I was going to say, well, the older you get, the quicker you go to that bathroom, too. So. <laughs> um,
2: all right, so best movie of the year so far? Um, We haven't seen... So we just... So we had the baby. We've gone to very few. I'd imagine so. Uh, we did Barbenheimer, um, and I loved that. That was a great weekend. We got both grandparents did one day the other ones did the other um that was a lot that was a lot of fun um nothing really stands out to me this year <laughs> as nothing really stands out to me this year
3: as like the absolute best what um, about last year what was your favorite movie before the baby
2: uh thought this. I don't know I watched
3: too many <laughs> what was your oh, le- oh, what was your least favorite movie that you remember seeing recently in any amount of time?
2: Well, uh, in any any amount any of in time? the
3: last in the last like year or two, like what's the worst movie you've seen? If you've watched, I don't I mean, you know you have seen some bad ones. I don't I
2: don't watch very many movies that I don't like because I I mean the thing like I like almost all movies because if a movie is so bad, there's a podcast called How would This Get Made where they talk about really <laughs> oh, yeah. really bad movies. I love a really terrible movie. It is a great time. <laughs> I've basically find a way to like. Almost almost anything. Yeah. There's 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 very few movies I turn off. Samurai th-
3: Cop. Check it out. Check out yeah. Samurai Cop. Samurai Cop. It is it it is a horrible. It's horrible it's movie. Bad, I, huh? I
2: watched Moonfall a uh, couple years or last year. Um it, that's terrible. There's almost nothing we're doing about it. It's not even fun. It's just uh, it's just a it's bad, bad movie. That's 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 all I can really think I of. I
0: watched uh, The Machine recently. It was it was worth, it was, you know, laugh. It made made me laugh a little bit here and there. It's pretty good. Bert Kreischer, check it out. Uh, all right, I think that's enough follow-ups. With yeah, that we'll move one on question. to the
3: next question. Tell us about like a nightmare gig or just something funny or memorable that's happened. I know you said you've been playing out about a year and a half, so I'm sure you've run I've into had a good. A so, things. so, I've been
2: playing out with this setup like a year and a half. And I took like a almost a ten year break from back in college. Back in college, once I played at the Monkey Wrench, and it was a full room and no one. Game. Shit. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It was a. It was so dead. But recently, um, I played at, um, I w- actually, I knew what the story was going to be and I wasn't going to say the name of the place, but they actually just invited me back. I have no idea why. <laughs> so, um, I played at the village anchor in Anchorage and, uh, they have a bar called the sea hag. They're like, so we want you to play at our bar. I'm like, okay, I'm playing at a bar and you all have seen my style. You've heard my album. You know, the type of thing I'm doing. I'm like, okay, th- that better be a bar. And I show up, and nope, there's white napkins on the tables. Oh, People no. going there, and and I'm just like, I don't fit in this vibe at all. It was like a hundred degrees and 100% humidity. Like I was dying up there. And then in walks, sits down right in front of me, as far close as you all are to me right now. Daryl Isaacs, the heavy fucking hammer? hitter, the <laughs> hammer, hammer, came the hammer, or the heavy hitter, whatever he's called now. He sits <laughs> down as far away from you all to me, and I am not joking when i say that man did not so much as tap his foot the whole time it was the most distracting thing possible because i'm just like that's the hammer he's right there he does super bowl commercials he's sitting there he did not i was inconveniencing him so much it was so weird and then the place cleared out 30 minutes early manager came in and said you can stop if you want which is Ooh. awful, and That's I was like, worst. okay, well, give me my check, and I'll never come to this side of town again. I'm sorry for what I've done to your nice <laughs> I'm little community sorry here. For what I've done, <laughs> and then, but, but, like a month ago, they said, hey, I got another thing coming. I'm playing there like next week. I couldn't, I could kidding. not believe. It. I said, okay, yeah, I'll come back. It's Like,
0: all right, back. If all right, you, yeah. if
3: you've forgotten, as long as, yeah. as, long as
0: uh, the hammer's invited, or whatever his name is these days, I know he's it's like
3: Sam Aguiar's coming this time. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, that was that that was that was really rough to get through because it was just, it was just so bizarre. Yeah, that sucks.
0: Should have played like all those MC hammer hits. Hammer don't hurt him, all that <laughs> shit, dude. Anything you could probably of, be
3: fucking pissed, man.
0: He probably would. He doesn't look like he has a sense of humor. Yeah, maybe we I blacked out and I was doing a doesn't. lot of hammer. Uh, jokes and
2: maybe that's <laughs> that's was, a yeah. all right, let's hammer this one home. Actually, I, <laughs> I really was, hit the
0: nail on the head yeah. that one. Hey, but Village Anchor hates that guy, that's why he got invited back. That's yeah, probably. Heard. Yeah, they, yeah. They, he must have sued him. Yeah, <laughs> he heard there was bad entertainment. He sued him for bad entertainment one day, and they're like, Screw you, we're gonna invite him back. Like, come on, man, What's it's not bad entertainment, entertainment? Yeah. Yeah. but that, but it's that the show right spot. That the show right was place.
2: going bad enough to the point where I was just like, Screw it. And that's kind of weird. That was awesome. Well, all, all of my songs, I have two versions basically. I have a vibes background kind of version where I'm playing a little bit quieter, right. a little bit smoother. And then if if it's if the place is really rocking, whether it's for me or just kind of in general, I just kind of go at it. And I start off pretty smooth and just nothing was happening, so I said, "Screw it! I'll just play my." that I like no. to play. Which, yeah, <laughs> I, dude, I've you, done that. Yeah, yeah. It's just like fuck
3: yeah. it. I'm going to play what I want to play anyway and no one and have fun and no one give a fuck and yeah. you go home. And, and those are the hope shows check is signed.
2: Those are the shows those are the reasons why my stuff has fallen apart. Like all my <laughs> the foot pedals on the hi-hat that's busted. I just snapped the the hammer on my foot pedal on my suitcase. It's all falling apart. That takes
0: some torque, dude. It <laughs> I don't know. takes some torque. Well, it's, well, that's acoustic.
2: And I, I haven't found a really elegant way to amplify that at all. So I'm really hitting that thing. Oh, you don't mic uh, like it or nothing? You're just hitting it? Not
3: usually. Yeah.
2: No. Because most of the places I'm playing at don't have a PA. Now, if there's a if place with a PA, I'm like, yeah, mic like that. that. And that just brings up the sound to a whole new level. But sure. most bars I'm playing at, all my regular gigs, I have my own system and when I say a system, I mean it's another guitar amp that I put my
3: vocals through.
2: I feel Yeah. Because, <laughs> I just use a I use a stage monitor to, that I just point outwards. Yeah, I don't want to go buy a PA. So uh that's what I'm doing. So yeah, I'm I'm really trying to amplify on that and That's why that metal rod snapped.
0: <laughs> so dude, I mean, like you're using an old vintage suitcase. How hard are those to come by?
2: I don't know, there's plenty like, there's plenty actually, there's more than you would think really? in like, shops. Yeah, i was gonna say I had my
3: I I had a bunch to choose from when I haven't. went to look. Really? I yeah. bought a
2: set for 50 bucks.
3: You bought a whole set? Well,
2: I, like, I mean, a few. I say yeah. a set. Yeah. There were two. Yeah. And then, like I said, like I was saying earlier when we were setting up, somebody said, I have one of those. And they brought it like six months to a year later, just saying, Here, I said, I bring this to you. I no kidding. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's. It was, cool. real yeah. ni- it was real nice of them. I couldn't believe they were So, really do you good. have extras? I have two extras. I have one for Are practice they, and one I haven't even set up yet.
0: Does it have uh, the Zeno Jones on it and ready to roll?
2: No, I've got to do that again. Hey
0: man, let's go. We got to be able to pull it out just in case, man. You know? know, you never know. You already broke a beater. I mean, you could probably know. punch a hole through. a case. I
2: Probably should just bring them all like Russian nesting dolls. Yes. Oh my god! You know, cool so cool. you know how
0: cool that would be. So cool. Yeah, uh, it'd be even cooler if you could do it like that, and then have like six different foot pedals, and then play them all. You know, that'd be even crazier.
2: Yeah, that I would mean, be. That. Uh, I'll have to practice
3: that Uh, (laughs) Yeah,
0: I think you already got enough going on between the feet and the hands, you know. You probably don't need any more to do.
3: Uh. (laughs) All right, I guess we're on to the final question. Uh, What is the, or who, is the last local artist you listened to? And it can be local to the city, or if it's been a bit, it can be like regional as well. All right, I've got two. So, uh,
2: one, it's been in my CD, it's been in my um, car. I still have a CD player in my car, which is real nice. Hell yeah, dude. And uh, so a member of the Blue Society named Keith came. Uh, he's like one of the founding members. So he's been on this board for like 30 years. And he came to one of my shows down Old Louisville, and uh, which is where the album was. Everything's kind of based there because that's where I was when I was writing a bunch of the stuff. The The picture on the front is that is Old Louisville Brewery before it was uh, remodeled, uh, where I'm playing into it. And um, so I was playing there, and he said... He had a CD he wanted to give me, and I said, well, I'll trade you, and I traded him my new one that, you know, like I said, came earlier than I thought it was, and he gave me a, an album of a group called Henry and the Noisemakers, and they it's recorded in 1989 or 88 at a place called, it's either the Cherokee Blues Club or the place called The the Pleasure Inn, which is downtown, uh, it's like 9th and... St. Catherine or something like that. One, one of the one of those cross streets from Old Louisville. And it's it's on, and on Ninth, Eighth or Ninth, and it's close. It's not not a thing anymore. But this guy is amazing, and this is an amazing, very unique record because someone just recorded it. You know, like this guy played there every week. He played at this place, and he apparently he um, was fueled by vodka. If you wanted him to, if you wanted him to love you forever, you bought him a bottle of vodka and took it up. At least this is the story that was told to me. And so this, I have this very poor recording of this amazing performance of a guy who's up there chugging vodka. And his thing was he had a wall pedal. That was it. You know, no distortion or anything. He would just play. and he just played covers, but like this, this the vibes and everything. Super cool. It's probably the mo- one of the most unique really? pieces of music that I now own because I traded my album for it um, with Keith Clements, and I'm. Uh, now I'm gonna make another album just so I can trade another I'm just like, give me something just as good as that and I'll I'll just keep making albums so I can oh, keep dude, trading killer. those out.
0: What type of covers?
2: They're, They're all they um by. blues and soul and stuff soul, like that. Blues. Yeah
0: what was it what was his name again? Henry and the noisemakers. Henry and the noisemakers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I definitely have to hear that dude. Yeah. I have to hear that that record. Next time you come up, I'm sure you'll uh-huh. be on again. You gotta bring it. <laughs>
2: I have it. It's in my car. Oh, it's in the we, car. Yeah, that's yeah. the one that's
0: in there now? Yeah, it's in there right now. I, I got to hear a little bit of yeah, it. Yeah,
2: The other local one I've been listening to, um, so actually this goes with kind of a backstory, but my barber left, which is which was rough. You have you a guy that's been going to for like a m- bunch of years, and then he's gone to find a new one, and I found this guy at the same place and went in and kind of doing the introductions and talking and everything, and I finally got the courage to finally say, when they say, what do you do? I say, well, I work, but I'm also a musician. This is like the first time I've ever introduced myself as being a musician, and he was too. And uh, and I was just talking and kind of brought you and brought Topple up, and he had been on it. it Frankie, Frankie Leo.
0: Leo. I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Frankie Leo's a bad... He's, a, been, yeah, he's a, awesome. a bad, bad dude. He is. He's so good.
2: And I, was, and I was telling him, like, oh, I recorded with them. I'm like, they've got great setup, great equipment in there. If you ever need to do something, you know... Yeah, uh, I, I thought I thought it was great here, and and Brad did exactly what I kind of wanted. And then I listened to his stuff later. I'm like, oh, he's he's it's a few so. steps above me. I don't he's know if he could. <laughs> I don't know if his if if what he needs to do could handle here. But that was but that was a cool little thing. And yeah, I've been listening to a little bit of him. Yeah,
0: he's uh, uh, yeah,
2: I've, I've watched. Um,
0: Paid attention to his... He did some cool stuff. You know, we talk about recording ourselves, and, and I think... I don't know if he has that issue or not, because he kind of goes away for periods of time, then he'll come back and record um, some stuff. He did a lot of cover stuff on TikTok that was just mind-blowing, dude. He's so... His, his voice is so good. He's so polished. Um, such a pro. And yeah, a very, very professional. Yeah, and... and I just another one. I don't know if it's a, if he gets as much credit as he should get, I, you know, and it may be part of how you talked about earlier. You have, you do a bunch of stuff. Well, and then you do other things. Not well, I don't know if it, his is a promotion thing because I just think like talent wise, as far as playing and singing, he's got one of the better voices I've heard ever. It's beautiful. Um, but yeah, man, uh, that, that's interesting you bring him up. I, he's great. He's great. Yeah. He
4: yeah. he's uh he's my barber as well. And uh <laughs> so you're saying
0: he can do all styles.
4: Yes, all different kinds of hair. Yes, he can. He is he is extremely talented, my not only died. as as being a <laughs> uh musician, but also as a barber. But um I re- I actually got into a conversation with him and it's actually something I wanna ask uh everybody, um it, to him, because I remember, you know, he was he, he was cutting me up and, and, and getting my hair you ain't looking never right. Never
0: been cut up, bro. You oh, might have yeah, been trimmed is. a little bit. Oh no, the hair no, like no, that, no! It's underneath. It's the underneath
4: uh, okay, that you okay. don't <laughs> see. And uh, <laughs> but I was you like, man, do the loose ends or anything? Yeah, he mm-hmm. just shaves. Necks, he, he just exactly exactly. <laughs> um, he uh, I I was like, man, why don't you're so freaking good. I mean, you are so... I mean, the songs that he writes um, and everything that you guys were saying, his voice, the, his actual playing style... Yeah, his um, last record was crazy. Yeah, it was insane. And, I, I mean, at least I know for me, it's one of the top ten uh, of the year for me.
0: Yeah, I mean, his, um, that that, uh, that guitar run on that freaking intro tune's just mm-hmm. sick. He yeah. played that here. It was awesome.
4: Yeah, but... Uh, uh, to the question uh he just said that he the reason why he doesn't really play out all that much is is one because of the booking aspect but also two because he just really loves having that time with his family and he and he loves he loves being a barber like he said that he loves cutting hair and that he loves that he can make his own schedule and do his own thing and to him he just loves going out every once in a great while and just playing. It's
0: a, it's a, I'll, I'll give my answer uh, yeah. and then you guys can give yours. But I think it's different strokes for different folks. I mean, yeah. some people have a vision of, of playing the big stages, doing those things. And, and some people just don't. They, they have a creative, um, uh, mind and, and they're like, if Frankie, Just as an example, if his creativity is I'm writing these songs and I want to record, and then after that I don't really care, I've done the thing to get it out there. Like, you know, look at the great painters back in the day, the Picassos, and and the. uh, I don't necessarily know how deep you can go with that, but a lot of those people didn't get famous until later on because it wasn't about, you know, trying to do something that was popular. It was just they had to do something because... They could not do it, mm-hmm. you know, and some people just have that type of thing where, look, I've got to write this song because if I don't, it's going to kill me. I, I've just got to get it out. It's going to be here if I don't and why not, you know, and uh, maybe, maybe there are a lot more of those people in the world than people that really, really are doing everything in their power to get to a point where their career is music. You know, their life is music and not only are they making money, but they're thriving because that is a... I think the one thing that you learn inside this room is music is a tough go of it for the best of them. And you've got to dedicate. We, like I said earlier, we had dusty in here last, last week and he is making a go at making music his life. He's doing the trips. He's, he's no full-time job. Um, putting in the, the hours, doing the interviews, making the contacts to the people that he needs to and keeping those things rolling where like, you know, me, for example, Frankie, a ton of people where you can write a million songs, but if you don't want to make a phone call to a booking, uh, to book a gig, then you just aren't going to be heard outside of whatever, you know, you do. So it's, I think it's just different strokes. Yeah.
3: I mean, I think ultimately the, the thing that anyone who wants to do music has in common is that you have this need to make something. And then beyond that, it's kind of up to you. Like some people do just want to write and record or just write and never share it at all and like some people want to do more but booking stuff sucks and so yeah. i get that people don't like to do that it it sucks to send a thousand yeah. emails and get three responses
2: yeah yeah and neil what you're saying like if, you, if dusty bow was like making a go of it and it's hard i'm not even really making a go of it and it's hard it's yeah. hard mm-hmm. uh you know like la- last week i showed that just kind of the just kind of never picked up and i'm like i'm just inconveniencing all these people Mm, like what am i even doing here um i could be home you know i could be home with my family um and and this one's not really going uh going well or anything like that and i'm you know not doing i'm not trying to do this as a full-time thing i just kind of want to do it around town it's more like a hobby for me it is hard
0: yeah, well, sure. and you're in, in a unique situation, well, not unique, but unique to you now, where you do have a seven-month-old at home, Yeah, and, and those nights become real questionable. You go, all right, it's midnight on a Thursday. Who am I singing for? What, what you know?
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, you show up at 6 o'clock for your sound check when the show starts at 8, and you don't go on till 9.30 yeah. or 10, and you can see you're about to make $7 and and play to nobody. Like it's, yeah, it's tough.
0: Yeah. Which is part of the reason that you, you know, sacrifice the artist part of yourself and do the, the cover gigs and take that extra 150 or 200 bucks because it's like, well, if I'm going to torture myself to be out of the house and have a, you know, a baby or uh, leave my, my wife to go do this, then I at least need to be able to justify it by bringing some cash home at the end of the night and say, Well, you know, it's it's for my artist self to get out and do it, but at least I can bring some money home at the end of the day. I, it's it becomes a real balance when you're in Yeah, yeah you and know. I feel
3: like we talk about that every time I've been on is it it is such a balance. It is yeah, we it's do. really hard. And it it's <laughs> you're balancing everything. You're balancing for most the people I've met doing music don't do it as their only thing. They have some type of other job. Like I work full-time job. So you're balancing that. You're balancing your wife and kid. I have a wife. You you got pets. Mm -hmm. You got, you always got got something, you got family stuff going on. There's always something to do. And it's like all day I'm, I work 10 hour days and, but any break I have, I'm like sending a message or doing whatever. And it, it's like, it it can get tiring for sure.
0: It becomes a daunting task if you take a step back and look at the big picture. But if you can just kind of, uh, I assume I, I'm speaking from just, you know, uh, not experience, but if you can s- focus on the little things and, and, and you know, do the booking and do the, keep those relationships kind of uh, going, not only the ones at home, those are the, by far the most important ones, but with the booking and with yeah. the. I mean, other following musicians. up with
3: people and just like making connections and yeah. finding kind of spots you, know, <laughs> you can keep hitting up. Every now and then is, is yeah, it's yeah. Do you
0: find it more important? I guess it's for both of you guys uh, to have relationships with venues or artists.
2: I mean, if you want gigs, I think venues. Um, every once in a while, an artist will have, hey, I have something. somewhat I need someone to open or someone to pl- to split a bill with or something like that. That happened. That's happened to me very rarely. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm in with especially for what I want to do. Again, I'm playing pretty obscure type, style of music that I get to play originals for. I have a few venues that let me come in and do my thing once a month. Uh, I'll, I'll stick with them. Yeah. I'll stick with no, them until got, they
0: kick me out, you know? I think uh, I agree with you, yeah, uh, as far as like if you're just wanting to book gigs. But I tell you what, man, the the one thing, and I've heard you kind of say this a couple times, um, not that you're putting yourself in a box, but the one thing about this city and the one thing about the musicians in this city is nobody gives a shit what box you're in and they will ask you, you know, Earl's, you know, even with me and, and other people, and he's talked about this, getting musicians that don't, aren't necessarily in the same vein as he is, so... You know, I think that, that you have a ton more people that would be open to having you play on a bill than you think.
3: I bet so, too. That yeah. you are.
0: Especially because you have that original music. It's a different style. Uh, the, the one aspect that I love about Louisville and the artists of Louisville is that uh, kind of like exactly what you're doing is it doesn't have to be the same thing. So you can go to a show and get three different audiences for three different musicians yeah. for that night, which generally all those people are open to to hearing what everybody else is doing. You might gain a couple fans from people that have come to see, you know, you doing a, a, like old school Delta Blues type stuff or Earl doing country or, or like um, Dusty doing a, a more, more rock. Or like uh, Tyler Hood
3: doing more folk. Like, yeah. It's like, so yeah.
0: Th- those meshes of shows have become like
2: a really cool staple in Louisville that I think exists in... In very few places, but this is one of them. Yeah, sure. I'm, tr- I'm trying. I'm really trying to break out of just blues because I mean, I do a lot of roots, and it's that combination of you know different artists from like the city all working, not necessarily working together on the same things, but working um, in proximity to each other and influences rubbing up uh, on everybody. That is going to be what creates kind of the unique sound of the city, mm-hmm. um, which I think is very exciting. I know with my music alone, I mean, I'm playing a pretty known style of blues, but like there's a little bit of bluegrass picking in in some of the songs that I do. I put a lot more gospel in as opposed to like soul or funk uh, into blues, and that's kind of like the southern kind of kind um, kind of a Kentucky and kind of Southern type of feel. That's kind of in that's kind of all mixed in there, and that happens across the city with all different types of genres, which is gonna like I said, as it keeps evolving and everything, it's gonna create our own individual sound, I mm-hmm. think which yeah. will be which will be very cool,
0: yeah, I definitely think that I mean, yeah there's there's something trending towards this unique something else we talk about a ton unique Louisville sound that it's just different it's it's a it's a big conglomerate of a bunch of shit um that when you like a gumbo a music yep. gumbo um you know something i've been <laughs> and i might edit all this out this is kind of just a conversation for us it's something i've thought about a ton lately especially with this moving down to my place and people kind of pull in and see what there is there to offer it is bonfire season right now and we had our first one the other day and played some music around it and did some picking and grinning and stuff and i've thought many times about Getting, you know, inviting, you know, say you and Zeno and you know Spencer's always there anyway when we do stuff like <laughs> that. But just other other musicians around the city and say, hey, let's all come up, sit around the bonfire, bring an instrument, we'll play. Everybody can we can do like a round thing where we're just playing for each other, sing a song, sing an original, sing. Who cares what you do? Network, come up, talk about things, talk about have conversations like these, but also have some drinks if throw up a tent if you want to sleep in the field i've got an rv i've got a basement no i don't know it'll be a studio soon i won't have any place for you to sleep in the basement but you know what i'm saying i mean there's there's like aspects of of real community making that can be done that i wonder if how hard would it be to really make
3: I get people to yeah, do it i don't think that hard i mean i think it's already there and and i mean i know you've said you don't get a lot of shows like from other artists and and certainly like knowing venues is always really good but i have i've gotten a lot of shows just from other artists and just like the through instagram shows, and the stuff. only shows i get now. yeah i mean like <laughs> just you, following girl. people or commenting on people's stuff like i mean i've been i've been asked to do like i mean probably 25% of the shows I do are just things people ask me to do, if Mm -hmm. not more. And that's some of my... More fun shows and my bigger shows have been like for you playing. For instance, there's a band, the Highlanders, that I really like. Oh, that I yeah. feel like you would fucking yeah. rock opening for them. like yeah. you, they're like a bluesy kind of band, and they they're are fun. They are so good. So good. And yeah, but uh, like I would do a show with you anytime. So if you want to do other oh, yeah, gigs, I'll do any. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah do cool. Hit me up sure. on Instagram and we'll do something because I would love to do something with yeah, you.
0: Yeah, I think that that would be the biggest aspect of doing something like that is actually uh, you know, and for you. Uh, not for you, but I think that meeting other people and realizing, uh, cause that was until I started doing this, um, that was not something I realized. I didn't realize how great, uh, open and accepting everybody that, that, uh, has been doing this. I, I can't name you somebody that's been terrible about just Arrogant or anything, everybody's been so gracious with their time. People are cool here, people are cool. That's like I said, sometimes
3: people kind of shit on Louisville's music scene because it is hard to get a crowd. But the people I've met, like as far as other acts, have been just like phenomenal. I heard like back years and years ago, it was a little more competitive, but it doesn't feel competitive to me. Like, at least I've not met anyone. I mean, there's always, like, I say this every time, there's always, like, some dick. You've always but got somebody. For the most part, everyone's cool, and it's so great to just meet people in it, and I think it is a community, and I think, it, I mean, like, places like the Monarch help foster those things and, and whatnot. I don't know if you've ever gone up to the Monarch. That's a place you should check out. Good. Yeah, it's a great uh, spot. Yeah, yeah. it's And, and you know,
0: not that they're a uh, sponsor or anything like that, but by every, everybody listening, I mean, you obviously obviously, you're listening, you, you love music. Um, uh, probably a chunk of you are in this community, uh, definitely look into supporting the Monarch. You don't have to be a musician. They have membership uh, fees that you can pay that will help in a million different ways. Mark is killing it up there with his ideas. It is
3: with, the best spot in town. What they're doing is special.
0: When it, and when it comes to, to listening to a show and, and experiencing what what it's supposed to be about. There's not a better spot. There's not. No, it's
3: my favorite shows I've played. Of,
0: yeah.
3: Are definitely, or the ones I've done there. And, been, and
0: my favorite you know, shows I've seen the last Oh yeah, seen some fantastic been, shows.
3: It's a great room. The, yeah. Everything about it is great. Yeah, if you don't know The Monarch, go look it up, and I, because any musician who knows of it, and any person who knows of it, will tell you it's fucking awesome. So, yeah. yeah. I'm, yeah.
2: I'm excited, because yeah, like I said, I just kind of joined, um, in the group now. My, the nights I can go out for shows are pretty limited because I either have my own or a child at home now. So, um, splitting between that is going to be difficult, but that's kind of my goal for this next year is I've, uh, you know, from what I've done, which I'm happy with what I've, what what I've been able to do in the last year and a half, but I've really done it alone. Isn't the right word, but like I've not really tapped in, not really tapped in much to the community. And I think the next step for me, one, to enjoy it more and get more out of it, but two, to be a little more successful is to kind of tie in more with community and stuff like that. I think things will
3: really start flowing if you, I mean, because you're you're really good. I mean, every act I've seen in here has been really good. But yeah, if you like dive more into, I don't know like what all you, you, or how you want to get in the communities. Like I've met most of my people going through like open mics and stuff in the islands and whatnot, but there's a lot of ways to meet people. And I think a lot of folks around would really like to play with you if you met some more people.
0: Yeah, dude, I I think that's a networking Um, Opportunities here would be cool. That's kind of, like I said, man, just if if we could do some big networking. On fire fire, network. Just to chill out, come (laughs) out, hang out. I'm always down. um, Play some music, play some tunes, just get some connections made for stuff like that. For Hey, man, we're getting ready to go into winter. It's getting ready to be one of those times where it's... uh, Sink or swim when it comes to going to a bar. It's either going to be yep. packed or it's going to be empty because it's either too cold or there's something going on. And everybody's there. Yeah. So you just kind of got to.
3: I was sports season sports now, big season. time. Like my next yeah. big show I have at the Monarch is on the UK Louisville game, and I was like, fuck, oh, <laughs> yeah, I did not mean to do that. Yeah, so,
2: dude. Hey, at least you're. A,
3: whoever's yeah, going to be all there. The, <laughs> whoever's yeah. going to be there
2: wants to be <laughs> yeah. listening to the, music. All the. All the wedding venues are open that day, and the Monarch was open that day. It's like, <laughs> yeah, we don't have anything
1: going on today <laughs> for some reason. No, wide open, dude. can do it. You want. what do you want to do, bro?
2: But the idea of like a bonfire and like it's the monarch, but also what the monarch is doing too, which is really cool. is It's music for the sake of music. It yeah. is, and and, uh, and that's that's awesome. Yeah, like that's that's you can't really say much more than yeah. it's, it's, I mean, it's like, just if, what it should be.
3: If yeah, if you or if you love music which you probably do if you're listening and if you haven't checked out the monarch you are really missing out if you're anywhere yeah, sure. even at close to driving distance from louisville check it out because there are some fantastic shows there both local regional acts come through there's touring acts i know like robert ellis got, is coming they through got robert
0: ellis and uh parker or something parker parker uh, millsap, parker millsap. Uh, yeah
3: i i love robert ellis so I mean, that's just fantastic that's shows just it's, it's for every like it's for everybody there's Byob. It's just the best. Yeah, place dude. You can I have
0: said it a million times that the fact that they don't sell anything other than how hey, you can be a member at this place says a million things yeah. to me. You're not selling. It's for any- the music only, to- and
3: that's what it should be.
0: Are you audiophile? Do you like good shit? Buy a membership. That should yeah. be the slogan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you like music? Do you like good, you like good shit? <laughs> like good shit? <laughs> Get a membership, Mark. If you need me, bro, I got you. All right. So, uh, all right, man. Uh, well, I will do the fourth. Favorite bourbon? Do you have this? This stuff is amazing. What, I've been really into
2: a, the old Forester. They have kind of a their standard stuff that's always on the shelf. They have those three or four. The 86 variations. and the 100, the Prohibition yeah.
0: 1920.
2: Mm-hmm. The Prohibition 1920, I think, is my favorite. That's like a 115. Is there a, the Statesman.
0: Like, is that one of them?
2: I've had the Statesman. I didn't like it as much as the other, but there is one that's like that. But uh, I just like, I'm, I'm starting to like more and more stronger bourbons, higher proof stuff. Okay. Because it kind of feels more like the first time. I drank bourbon. Uh, I yeah. My well at my house for the longest time was Elijah Craig. Oh, yeah. And uh, they kind of <laughs> got wise to, I think, I think they got wise to how good that was. They started raising it. Them, like 40 up bucks price. now. It is no longer, that is no longer the case now. So... I don't really have a well anymore. I'm trying to find one.
0: Um, the stuff that I brought down here tonight's a good well. It's a, that Evan Williams 100 because it's 100. Yeah. Even the the Old Forester 100. That's the house bourbon in this house. Yeah. We would we would do a ton of Old Forester 100 in here. And it gives you just enough of that bite, like you said, can still makes you feel like a like you're a virgin. <laughs> you know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah.
2: I was drinking that the Elijah Craig for the longest time, and like I barely would even tell I was drinking. Like it, it, I still uh. enjoyed it and was soothing and relaxing and everything. But like it's not. It's it was too easy to drink. It was, it was too smooth.
0: So I should for have. Me. I wish I would have thought about it because I would have brought down the. Uh, have you ever had Four Gates whiskey? I have not. All right, Four Gate Whiskey Company is uh, my buddy Bob. And uh, he's an owner. I think he's like chief bear operators, but he gave himself some weird title just so he knows he doesn't have to, he can have fun. But anyway, the stuff's like $200 a bottle. It's crazy. It's good. And every now and again, he'll throw me a sample. And he just pulled some stuff the other day. It's a Sherberry rye, some type of like wine cask, Mixed with a like a eight year old or twelve year old bourbon. I don't even know at this point. He's given me so many. But dude, everything they have is just unbelievable. I mean, and it's all one twenty one seventeen to like one twenty three proof. Benefits. The best thing you can have in this city
2: if you like bourbon. Yeah. And there are plenty of them is a bourbon guy. Oh. You know, a buddy that knows, I, I, I have a buddy who, hey. who really knows it. And, I mean, uh, he, I lean on him really hard now for like recommendations and stuff like that. Cause I'm, I'm looking for my $40 well bottle, you know, okay. that I can have in house all the time. Anyone can spend 80, 90 bucks and find not a good bourbon, it. but it's, can you find that $40 bottle? Oh dude, you could still get Russell reserve 10 year for $40. Bottle. Know, yeah. That's, that's, yeah, that's,
0: that's, a, that's good. That's a good, if you're gonna spend 40, um, What's better than having a bourbon guy is having a bourbon owner that owns oh, yeah. his own company. Yeah. That that that's the kicker.
3: I thought you were gonna say having a weed guy. And I was like, <laughs> well, let me know. I, uh, <laughs> I mean we
0: eventually we'll all have a weed guy when that shit's legal in a you know matter of time and then we'll just go straight to the dispensary like a good human should. <laughs> 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 all right, man. So uh for all our listeners that that wanna number one buy this record. Find you online, know where you're going to play,
2: listen to you uh, through Spotify. Where can they find you? So I am on uh, like Spotify, iTunes, and the like. Um, I have a website that's just cnojones.com. And uh, that I usually go in and I update and have like the next three or four shows uh, listed out there. Um, but a big one, I don't know when, I think this has probably come out in a few weeks. Probably t- two or three weeks? Uh, November 17th is when my album is dropping. So Dissolution Blues, which I record here with, um, with up, Brad dude. and Hold Top it Hill. Up. Yeah. Hold it, gotta gotta up. Cut. I have CD. I, I, I have uh, records and I also got CDs as well, but that's coming out on the 17th. Um, up, the location of it is...
0: What about these buttons? I just hand those out. Ah, man. Well, <laughs> you should charge like extra for the button, man. Yeah, they, they should have to buy the record to get the button because that button's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I should,
2: I should not. I shouldn't just give those things away. I should. I should, I should that should be my them. big money maker. But um, <laughs> but on the seventeenth, I'm I'm trying to put together some sort of uh, release show um on that time. But uh, if you just kind of or on I'm on social media. I I tr- I don't do as good a job as I should, but on Zeno J Jones at Instagram and. Uh, facebook and stuff like that i try to announce and give heads up for when i'm doing things but that's basically the best place to find me
0: all right so november 17th
2: november the 17th
0: and if you can't find a place for doing a top hill bonfire dedicated Zeno jones is the main guest and then that's what we're going to do if you can't find a spot yep, hey dude we'll we, well, we can charge we can probably fit 100 cars in my yard yeah i know we fit 100 easy. cars in it before
4: easy we I mean, got to find We can charge by the car people. load, 20 bucks a car load. <laughs>
0: as many people as you can get there, we can park 100 cars. I don't know how much that is. What's that? It's a few thousand. That's somebody thousand dollars. I can't do math. Is that
4: $20,000? I can't do math either, and it's bad.
2: Is it what two thousand dollars? Is 100,
0: 100 cars and. 100 cars, yeah. $20 yeah. a car? Yeah, it's two grand. Yeah. Two grand. All right, we need to charge more. $200 a car. $200 a car. 10 cars allowed. And you get a so free with, shit. With the $200. Yeah. Every car gets a free
2: button.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. We got this. Yeah. All right, brother. Well, uh, looking forward to the release. I'm super stoked that I uh, have a advanced copy. And I tell you, man, I love it. You and Brad killed it. Your performance was awesome. And big shout out to Brad, my brother. Brad Weston on the
2: mix on that. Man, it sounds amazing. So...
3: Yeah, great job, man. Great to meet you. Those are great tunes.
2: Thank you all. Thank you all for having me again. And um, yeah, if I put together more songs, I'll be right back here or in your in your new basement Let's studio. Let's go, man. It. All right, all right, brother.
0: November
4: seventeenth. Everybody, get that record.